Is it, going Is to it recording it? yet? Yes, we're going. Yes. <laughs> All right, welcome to Um That Just Happened, the podcast that's helpful to listen to if you're in labor. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. And we have two repeat guests today. Collectively, between Adam and I, our favorite brother-in-law, Mr. Johnny Palma. <laughs> Hello. And the fan favorite of all the ladies of our community of Un- That Just Happened, Brandon Cesar Kelly. Cesar Valdez. <laughs> Speaking of ladies, we got a lot of female listeners jump on board. Uh, I think I'm going to give credit to uh, Liz and Sandra for their episodes. We got a lot of... Fucking <laughs> 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 ten minutes late. <laughs> ten minutes late. <laughs> We're changing it after We'll, that, we'll fix it in post. Oh, yeah. What was it that you wanted to... Uh... I want the, the, the Power Ranger um, call the watch thing. Yeah. Oh, I got it right here. Hold on. There it is. Yeah. That's your intro. <laughs> We're having fun with our uh, new toy soundboard. Getting ready for... Well, actually, by the time you guys hear this, we would have recorded uh, with remotely from... Oh, shit. I totally forgot to do the uh, Pre-recorded at the FTC. Edited at Lazarus Bay Studios. But the next episode, episode 31, is going to be a live episode pre-recorded at... Undisclosed location with the uh, cloaking device on. Still edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, but it'd be a live show, so that's why I have the uh, soundboard ready. But uh, yeah, we took a week off. And a spoiler alert: my uh, daughter was born a week ago from yesterday. So we'll we'll, we'll get into that coming up on the show. You want to give her name on, or oh, you yeah. want to wait till later? Oh well. Well, um, well speaking of what's your name's uh, Talia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop. Adam's having fun with soundboard. Actually, that would have been an appropriate sound effect for uh, Jason because, you know, Nelson is Jason's godfather. Talia's godfather is going to be uh, Anthony. But, um, yeah, Talia, Talia Jade Sinio, and in honor of my daughter being born, our comic cliff notes coming up is going to be on Talia Al Ghul, the uh, fictional character she was named after. Nice. We'll get to that. And um, top topics today is going to be Christmas gift ideas dedicated to the ladies who are looking for some Christmas gifts for the man in their life. Um, we can offer some suggestions or at least some stuff we like in case you want to buy us Christmas presents. Yeah, unless your man happens to be in righteous nerd like most of us here or a meathead and you know even if you didn't need any christmas gift ideas my birthday's coming up so anybody want to send me any presents my amazon wish list is up to date mine is too i just checked mine just to make sure that i didn't have any doubles or anything i'm the smartest meathead you'll ever meet it's debatable that double entendre meat 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 meathead no but that's a good catch meathead yeah see Also, Nelson, um, I'm trying to verify whether his uh, birthday wish list is up to date because his birthday, shout out to him, early shout out. His birthday's coming up. It'll be uh, a couple days after this podcast airs. But yeah, we're recording on November 24th, 2014, three days away from Jason's birthday. So um, we're only going to be a week no, behind for the Yeah, no more time travel. Yeah, we're no. going to be up to date unless we uh, stockpile an episode for, maybe we'll take a holiday off. I don't know. This is going to be interesting the next few weeks because now that it's the holiday season, things are going to be a little bit in, uh, in limbo as per, you know, our free schedules with now each of us having two kids it's kind of up in the air but they're gonna do our best to get our voices out to you guys get heard t-shirt drive still going on so you want a t-shirt if you don't already have one like the awesome people that i've already um had the pleasure of selling a few of them too yeah we get to that we're gonna talk about that in our shout outs yeah portion shout out to people who bought t-shirts uh coming up but um i guess first let's get to podcast news oh am i supposed to do the thing <laughs> no, no, no no that's gonna be hard it. to do we'll do no, it no, stop. you're gonna have to have that ready for the yeah, live show though yeah these let him do it on his yeah. own We'll do it in post. All right. <laughs> he just wanted to play with the soundboard. You could edit through all of this. Just overlay the actual sun. Podcast. 
I always do a little shimmy while I listen to this cut. I'm fighting doing it right now. <laughs> I do the shimmy at the gym because I listen to it when I'm at the gym. You know when you should do the shimmy when you that song's playing when you do your uh, fuck fantastic, fuck fantastic, fuck, fuck fun, fantastic, fucking fuck fuck. See, today, taking a week off totally screwed me up. When you do your fuck Fox's fantastic four pledge, yeah, you're still doing that video a long time ago. Today, all right, we can do it today. Should have done it wearing your shirt. Because yeah, let's do it today. Ah, I got some shirts upstairs. You could throw one on just for the video and then. And then I'll just give it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if anybody wants to buy a sweaty Caesar shirt, <laughs> no, that's not. I don't know if that's anything you want to but charge you a little. I thought you were gonna be like, I don't sweat that bad, but you're like, no, you're not gonna want to sweat shirt. <laughs> just list it on eBay, man. Pre-worn. Exactly. People are paying me to take it off. Oh god. Off the thing, not for the sell. Off All right. The sell. So podcast not news. Let's thing. get yeah. to it. So podcast news. We're putting a link to PayPal on the website. We're gonna ask Brian to do that. Um, but you know what? Hit us up. On, uh, I guess Facebook would probably be the best place to message us. Message us. Um, hopefully, you guys have Facebook if you're listening and you want a T-shirt because we don't want you at. Well, yeah, free, 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 feel free to add all the money you want on our PayPal account. But um, we want to be honest about what we're selling you, so we want to make sure Mark One Run One is a very limited run. We have a very limited amount of T-shirts, and we I think we want to keep it that way to kind of you know as a special thank you to those of you who bought shirts early and you know big collectors item. Um, very rare. Only a certain amount of people will have them. And if you want them signed, feel free to hit us up too. We'll you should, be. Uh, uh, reach out to, to uh, Black Danny. Maybe he can design something too. Oh, we've for we, like Mark Two, Mark or like Mark Three. Oh, we've got a plan. Ooh. We've got a plan. We're gonna release a timeline, kind of like uh, Marvel did. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, can I make the presentation? Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll look like Steve no, Jobs and everything. We're gonna get some big titty woman to do it for us. I'm, I'm gonna insert some BGM to kind of clue you in and out what the Mark II is gonna be. But um, but yeah, in terms of teacher drive. If you see us, I hand us twenty bucks. It's probably the easiest way. We'll have the PayPal account tied to the website. But message us first before you give us money or before you commit to buying a shirt because we want to be sure that we have the shirts and the sizes available for you. <laughs> did he not pay you earlier? No, I didn't. I thought you were gonna. You said you were gonna chase wire the money. Chase. I don't know what it's called. Well, cash is king, my friend. Chase quick transaction. Pay. Yeah, uh, there yeah. it is. Quick pay. Quick pay. Just king. But we're we're basically gonna reinvest all the money that we made to uh, kind of make the money back on the money that we put down, and then we're gonna go right into the Mark II design, which we'll uh, unveil later. Coming up, more podcast news. Uh, new listeners locally in Charlotte, North Carolina. Actually, I think we've had listeners in Charlotte, North Carolina before. Maybe they just kind of fell off or maybe they came listening. back. Yeah, maybe they came back, or maybe they just a surge of Charlotte, North Carolina listeners that uh, are welcome in. Yeah, <laughs> welcome in, in North Carolina. <laughs> Does anybody really go to North Carolina other than anybody who wants to go to the Tar Heel School University? Uh, it's like South Dakota or uh, North Dakota. You know, people if it those. wasn't for Michael Jordan playing on the Bulls, I don't think I would have had any interest in North Carolina. I don't think I would know where North Carolina was. Yeah. Where's that big golf? Pebble Beach. Isn't Pebble Beach in North Carolina? You're, I, you, ever I, see, you, ever see those, you ever see those maps on Facebook where it's like all the states that people visited? It's like nobody seems to have gone to North Dakota or South Dakota. That makes you wonder what's there and yeah, what's not there. Though. Mount Rushmore is in North Dakota, isn't it? It's yeah. in the Dakotas. One of the Dakotas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, more local listeners Fairbanks, Arkansas Of course Wichita, Kansas Killing it locally Internationally Ghana Killing it as always New listeners in Rome, France Lassi, Romania uh, Undisclosed location of the United Kingdom um, And more listeners in Korea I actually don't know which uh, Korea it is It just says Republic just of Korea. Korea Republic of Korea it says on SoundCloud Where is SoundCloud? Did we go through this again? Which is the good Korean? The South Korea is good Korea <laughs> North Korea is the scary Korea South shall rise again 
is that a quote from so the Wild So it's like brother Wild against West? brother. <laughs> Did you just quote the Wild Wild West? I don't know. There's probably a lot of Confederate movies about Sasha Ross again. That's from Wild Wild West. Is it from Wild Wild West? Yeah, I think it is from Wild Wild Yikes. West. Probably could be in like any Civil War movie. Also, we got a couple new listeners, followers from SoundCloud. Jenny EDM, as she's identified. Thanks for listening. And uh, Celine Bowens, new listeners on SoundCloud. So I think that's, um, that's all we have for podcast news. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate your support. Thank you, guys. The podcast wouldn't be as successful without you. Episode 30, man. Episode 30, the dirty episode. This is uh, the, the big things right here. Yeah, yeah. So. If uh, we weren't dedicating this episode to Tali, we might do a dirty episode. We'll do a dirty episode. We'll do a dirty two. I was going to say, well, isn't every fucking episode that we do kind of dirty? No, but it should be extra dirty. Like extra dirty. Like when you guys get to like 69. <laughs> <laughs> be a year hey, I got a laugh out of him. Yeah, that was a good one. I made a funny. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on from podcast news to shout outs. <laughs> All right. This week. I might not even need to edit this podcast. So I'm just going to post it up as it is. This, this week, uh, I want to shout out Frank Frado and uh, his wife, Anastasia, on the birth of their daughter, Eliana. Which is funny because Johnny here just had a daughter named with the exact same name. Also, want to give a shout out to my friend, what's his name? Garrett. Sorry, I forgot his first name. Uh, on the birth of his daughter, babies having babies in this fish. Babies everywhere. Uh, Garrett's otherwise known as the Beard. His beard is in fact massive. And shout out to Rodney, of course, for the birth of his daughter. So it's a big girl week, I guess. A couple weeks, month. So, yeah, that's it for me. So I don't have any more girls to worry about. It should be the two and done. I can't even say one and done, but two kids, I'm out. Might get a, might get a little snip snip at some point. Sure. I might I might even do it at home. Who knows? Why be a doctor? <laughs> Just fuck something up. Just walk into Home Depot. Uh, <laughs> you start coming dust. Through the bottom right corner. <laughs> fuck you, I'm out. Where are your vasectomy tools? It's all messed up. Uh, just go to Maria. I hope at some point you're interested in lesbians because this whole thing's not happening Can't anymore. Get it up. You're in lesbians with her? I am. At least you can see And it. of course, shout out to Caesar, Caesar, Shannon, Tony, Frankie, the set, Ruby, Nelson, Jonathan, Omar. Omar. He gave us money, but he hasn't had a shirt yet. Actually, the first person asked for the Jose, shirt. Susie. All for supporting us, picking up a shirt. A lot of people were like, man, $20, and it might seem steep, but not really. I mean, most shirts are about $20, but either way. Yeah, special thanks to Tony and Nelson for taking pictures and uh, getting them to us. Nelson, you got to post your, your picture on uh, the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. I uh, they Tony sent me a picture just on my phone. And I was like, no, no, dude, you got to you gotta post that shit. Yeah. For the rest of you, we'd like you to take pictures of you wearing our shirt. Yeah, just po- post it right wearing on the Facebook Wearing only our page. shirt. Yeah, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> Johnny, you're going to have to pick one up. You're a fucking guest. Do it. I don't No, Stop arguing with me. He's waiting for the Mark III. That's right. it. Or something That's with, it. Shut your mouth. Or something with a lo- <laughs> Nike logo on I'm going to resell them on eBay. <laughs> Dude, if you get more than $20, I'll be surprised. <laughs> shit. They're going to undercut you. Johnny, you should get Nike to sponsor us, then we'll put the Nike logos on the shirt. Right? The most unathletic group of people. We're going to have a Nike swoosh underneath the UTJH. Wait, we don't talk about work. Sorry. Oh, man. I feel like an asshole. All right. So, moving on. Caesar, what do you got for shout-outs? Uh, I got a couple shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Cymatic One. Uh, our anniversary was yesterday. 11-23-03. Yep. It's been 11 years. Yeah, happy anniversary. That's, yeah, cheers. Thank I was you. there for that one. Yeah, yeah you were. That's pretty badass. You know, man. Whatever. Um... <laughs> 
So shout out to uh, to Rigo, to Mir, to Danny, and to Junior, who's out in Cali doing his sh- doing his thing over at the Border Patrol, and me. Yeah, so. Danny. Danny said he wanted to be on the show. I don't know what the hell's. Yeah. What about uh? What you gotta about reach your, out to. What about your mother? On Rosa and Keith, or our DOPs. Yeah. See, look, I pay attention. Rosa's <laughs> birthday just passed. I did. Oh yeah, and shout out, of course, to my brother, since this podcast is gonna be airing in or around his birthday. Shout out to Nelson. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Shout out to my son for being three months by the time he's here. Why are you dipping into my shout out, bro? I still got another shout out. Dude, my shout outs are your shout outs. Your shout outs are my shout outs. We're one person. No. We're a family. We come together like Voltron. <laughs> We're actually like a Power Ranger Zord. Like a mega, mega Zord. Like a Megazord. Get it right. You get to be the pink pterodactyl. No. <laughs> no, you don't get to be the dragon sword either. <laughs> yes, I do. Because I roll solo by myself. Uh, and also, I want to do a shout out to uh, Victoria. Cap- Vic- Vicky. Vicky. An old co-worker of mine. Uh, it's her birthday today. So, happy birthday to you. Uh, I know you're probably going to do the family thing today. So, um, whenever you want to do the not do the family thing, we should all go out. Get some dinner. Birthday dinner. And all that stuff. You know? Happy birthday. Does she listen to the podcast? No, but she will because I'm going to make her know. I was going to say that's a long message for somebody that might not hear. No, I'm going to do it anyway. Good. You know? Bring the ladies. You have one job. And I fail. <laughs> um, but shout out to Vicky. And that's all I got. Here we go. Moment of truth, Johnny. What do you got? First off, um, shout out to the people who pay for the Netflix account that everybody uses. <laughs> you the real MVP. <laughs> what? A lot of people will get that meme out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant? Yeah. Yeah, I seen it. Little tea. Um, shout out to my wife for waking up in the middle of the night while I'm just trying to sleep and the baby's crying. <laughs> Babies do that. Yeah, I mean, shout out to everybody doesn't clog up the fast lane. <laughs> That's you're not trying to zoom by. Is that a euphemism? I'm trying to do ninety in a, in, <laughs> in a, in a twenty. See if you bastards can do ninety. You know who you remind me of, dude? You ever watch The Fifth Element? Yeah. And Corbin Dallas and Ruby Rod. She's going, he and Ruby Rod's going all over the place and he's like, how do you feel? And he's like, thrilled. And then that's it. That's what you remind me of. <laughs> Bruce Willis? Mm-hmm. Corbin Dallas. Little Multipas. I knew you were going to pull that shit. <laughs> you love that fucking movie. That movie sucks. It's a guilty pleasure. It is. I still haven't seen The Fourth Element. You got any more, Johnny? No. <laughs> Alright, Ronnie, hit him So first I gotta send a shout out to my wife Obviously we talked about uh, my daughter Talia was born It was an amazing experience Guys, if you're ever you know lucky enough to be a father to a child Being present for a childbirth is just completely humbling um, She did an incredible job You know, I was expecting her to like grab, clutch my hand Or like scream at me or something Of course, you know, we did the whole uh, epidural thing And, um, you know, granted she did have drugs But you know, it helped a little But, um, you know, all, all the things I heard Like the things are you just swears at you she says i hate you she didn't do anything sandra's a rock just unbelievable um incredible experience (laughs) we uh we didn't get to go through that with uh jason because he was born of a cesarean section he was um because he wouldn't um he wasn't progressing as it were and it was like a whole day later took about total of two hours and interesting enough she wasn't actually listening to the podcast she was we were watching uh father of the bride 2 it's just crazy story it was on tv and at the same time they had the kids on the movie tally was born it's like as i said the baby's born during the movie i know a movie to buy you guys on her first birthday yeah (laughs) that'd be funny but yeah shout out to my wife you were born to this movie and this is when you were born you're going to start buying your sneakers and shit like Steve Martin does. Yeah. Just play basketball and just envision her as that little girl all the time. It's Father of the Bride 1. Yeah, but it's still there. She actually played before that, right, that movie. Yeah, incredible experience. I'd recommend um, if you're... I, re- I, re- I, re- I recommend 
recommend everybody having a kid. Well, Nobody I mean, look at me. Just knocking them boots. Anybody who's lucky enough to have a kid be there for the, the birth of your child. It's just Now, have a discussion beforehand if you're going to look at it. I didn't look. I was there like a curtain? No, her legs were up in the air and I'm just like... Oh. Were, were you like at the top of the bed? No, because like she had... Because I mean, Maria's like, not very tall. Like She said, no, she had like a blanket up to her, like her knees and, oh, okay. and they're up in the air. I was up by her head. I'm like, I'm not looking... But we had four fucking people in the room helping out, so they stayed down there. I'm like, they're getting paid to do this shit. Which, which, okay, the experience that Sandra went through, you know, I was, I have a couple of friends. Actually, it's Benny, Benny and Chrissy, who are very do the home birth. Don't you know have her born in a hospital or don't you know you know don't do the pitocin. But you know, I'm a fan of modern medicine. I believe it's there for a reason. I agree. So you know, that's why I said, you know, let's have the baby in the hospital. We're not going to try to do the uh, okay, have your baby born in a bathtub with a midwife <laughs> at home. But it's like sketchy to me. But the funny thing. Is when Talia was born, very minimal involvement with the nurse and the doctor. I kid you not, you can ask Maria because she was there. It was, uh, oh yeah, I'll go ahead and push. I'll be back in a few minutes. Doctor leaves for like 20 minutes. Even the nurse was like, oh yeah, I'll check you out in a little bit. You know, call me when something's happening. It's like, well, even though I, I don't have somebody to make a baby with i've been in a birth room, not what in, i heard in a birthing room <laughs> and doctors can usually tell when it's going to be like a difficult birth to an easy birth because you could tell by the pain of the patient or however like however centimeters are getting dialed and stuff so if they know it's going to be a difficult birth they're there the entire time oh, okay As, you know what i'm saying but if they know it's going to be like okay you know they're <laughs> it looks like it's going to be easy they're you know dilating easily or whatever then they're there, then they just kind of just let it happen Bullshit. You know how much money they're fucking making? Be there the entire fucking time. I don't care if there's a kid fucking growing a second face in another room. I'm paying you a shit ton of money to look at my wife's vagina so I don't have to. Yeah, but would you rather something bad happen and then be there? Or would you rather not have it be there and actually just be an easy thing? No, I'd rather them be there one way or another. Walk the fuck away once the baby gets out. Yeah, just be there to catch the kid when the yeah. things are shooting out. Was she, the doctor there to catch the kid? Yeah, when Tali was finally delivered, the doctor was in the room. Yeah. Because they have that shit timed, man. They know that. <laughs> it's like when somebody pulls the the bread out of the Dude, no, out of the oven. Nobody like had they a time know for, when to do it. Nobody had a time for Maria's for our second kid because like. As soon as you got there, they're like, baby. Oh, yeah. It's like, right one, like, the two. Was just like, I wasn't the, it's like, one, two, struggling. Sebastian. Yeah. Call back you to... You in the game, dude. Maria's a G, though. That's why. That's Call why. back to episode, what was it, 18? 17, 18? Was that when he was born? <laughs> episode 18? That was that long ago? It's because Mar- Maria like, was like, I want to have the baby today. And she, like, willed it out. Yeah, we, we actually said we're going to have the baby this yeah. weekend. Yeah. No, it was right after we recorded with... Uh, you got to appreciate that amount of control. Is it we, Right after we recorded <laughs> with Cam. So which episode was Cam? Cam Diesel? What was after that? Mm-mm. It was that episode. It was yeah. that episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we were when, talking about it in the when, episode. When Cheddar Bomb was here, yeah. Yeah. Got to have him back on sometime soon. For sure. See? Yeah. He's got I'll a lot of big things going on that I'm sure he'd like to promote yes. as well. I'll call him. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sad- sadly enough, his uh, promotions, I think it was too late to, because uh, the way, how far in advance we were recording a podcast, it was too late to promote any of his shows, but he had a couple shows. So <laughs> good person to follow. Find him on Facebook. He's got a couple shows that he does. He's a He's a funny motherfucker. You know what? I'm, as we're talking about birth and being that this is a podcast we're going to talk about the subject of gifting. What's your guys' take on, like, the push gift? This is a relatively new development that I never heard of until... I did it, I did it the first time, but this time... <laughs> I was like, do you want one? She's like, no, it's okay. I'm like, good. Well, we'll get into it a little, a little bit later. And What's a push gift? Exactly. That's what I... Did you, Johnny, did you no, know about a push gift? You had two kids already. They, they push you into the gift? Yeah. So, a push gift... <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Something we it's, didn't... Something Adam and I didn't find out about... Gift. 
until like you know the girls were you know probably well six seven months pregnant uh, you know, credit to Liz for bringing up and Maria knowing about it I guess a push gift is something like incentive for your wife to push as she's given birth to your your child oh is that what it was or thank you like a thank you for up? having the baby yeah I don't who know if it's an incentive women no guy was like so, so the theory on Wikipedia is that you know uh, the jewelry company came up with this but there's no prevailing you know proof uh, that it was a jewelry company. It's probably like a Hallmark thing, or another just... another reason for us to, to to consume for nothing. Yeah, yeah. So a little marketing, and and more so than not, I think uh, Wikipedia says there's like 35 percent of women get a push gift, but 55 percent of women want and know about the push gift. Otherwise, it's more like social peer pressure, and you know, other women encouraging other women to hey, make sure your husband buys you something. For... Back in the day when when there was no doctors, the push gift was being alive, right. well, having the some... fucking baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just like you have a goat clean it up next to you and then it's like you're alive and you don't you didn't die of sepsis yeah but i guess um that was kind of interesting take on uh men's opinion on a on a push gift <laughs> and there's no there's no like um i don't know there's no rhyme reason to it should it be before or after the kid's born or how about a high five nice yeah. job slap no it's not good enough anymore. Now we'll get into it a little later. Sandra and I, we're not the gifting kind of couple anymore. Not even really for like birthdays or Christmas or anything. We're just kind of you know, been together so long. Good There's no you. surprises. We kind of passed that. But um, I don't know. I think I did it the first time. We I got her, you know, digital camera. So, you know, obviously we need to take a lot of pictures of Jason. Yeah, but you're sense. Asian. No offense. <laughs> so you should have a good camera. I don't know Adam has a better camera than I do. <laughs> <laughs> We've discussed how I'm almost more Asian than you at times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. I'm more of a Twinkie Asian, yeah, as it were. This is the guy that gives me shit for watching documentaries, and he, he won't watch unless it's an Asian horror movie. Asian horror or Asian horror? Yep. Both. <laughs> All right, getting back to uh, shout-outs. We have a couple more shout-outs. Shout-out to my friend Enza and her husband Dustin for having their son, Jason Dominic, uh, recently since our last recording. Man, man, there's a lot of babies out there now. Yeah, there two Jasons now. Two Jasons, two Elianas. Did I say Jason Dominic? It's Jackson Dominic. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, Jackson no, Dominic, no, no. correction. Live correction. Whenever I get to the point where I decide to have kids, I'm going to name my kid, my firstborn son, Thomas. So when he gets older, the tank. they can call him Tommy. Jason and Tommy get a Red Ranger, Green Ranger, slash White Ranger. Can we leave the... The Green Ranger alone for 10 minutes. <laughs> Just 10 minutes. What's That's, his name? Jason Frank or whatever? Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank. I follow him on Instagram. Hey. Jason David Senior. Yeah. Oh. oh there you go. There you go. Mm. Interesting. You named your kid after the Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. That's the Green Ranger's name. Jason David Frank. Anyway. Uh, shout out to my friend's daughter, Alicia, uh, my friend being, uh, Angela and Miguel, their daughter just was recently awarded a $25,000 scholarship to DePaul for playing softball. So oh, congratulations. Sure. That's quite impressive. You're going to win a scholarship. Get that, get that smug look off your face, dude. For softball. It's DePaul. Dude, it's DePaul. You get to go to DePaul? We're advancing. For softball? We're advancing our people, Latinos all the way. Ah, actually it's half. Better than nothing. We got him now! We got these motherfuckers now! Dude, how do you even, know she was... even you don't give a fuck about your own people. Yes, I do. Dude, oh, how, how do you even know that? My friend Angela's white. It's her husband, Miguel Rodriguez, who's uh, she's Latino. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you in the are you in the people with the train of thought that Filipinos are actually Latino? No, I'm in the th- thought that they're considered Asian, even though they're technically, like, have Latin influence. Because, I mean, okay, you know, the uh, the lead singer of uh, Starter Kit who does the intro for um, uh-huh. What Just Happens. His name is Michael Perez. He's Filipino. So, does he consider himself like in the Latin descent? Well, no, I'll just, you know, in some categories or depending on what survey you're filling out, you know, be Pacific Islander or you could be Asian, you could be Oriental, you could be, we fit in a lot of uh, different categories. 
Oh, but anyway. <laughs> Again, way off topic. Um, so that's all I got for shoutouts, I think. Anybody else? Sure. Anybody sure. else? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. um, there's a birthday. Whose birthday's coming up? Besides uh, Nelson's birthday, Jason's birthday would have just passed when this podcast airs. We shot him on the last episode. Oh, Milton Dan Ramos. It's, uh, who do we know? That's somebody's brother. Happy Burton, Milton. Yeah, happy birthday. I think they call him Danny. Oh, um, Jesus. He's well, of course, if your first name was Milton, I'd call myself Danny, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those people I met at Mahoney's and just kind of added him on Facebook and I see the next day, oh, I, you on Facebook. I must have met you at Mahoney's. Shout Imagine out to all the shit he probably got with the whole Milton Bradley thing throughout his entire life. Yeah. Alright, any more shoutouts, guys? No. Alright, moving on from shoutouts to our Um I Just Saw section. Is there a theme song for Um I Just Saw? No, we don't have a theme song for Um I Just Saw. I'll make one, hold on. We need to, no. Alright, nice it. little combo one. <laughs> So if, you, so if you have an idea for a theme song for the Um I Just Saw That segment, <laughs> hit us up on utjh.net. All right. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> uh, this week, well, actually in the past two weeks, I've actually happened to see a lot of stuff. I saw Django Unchained again because it's on the Netflix. Nice. That's a good movie. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. So I was like, let me check that out. It's been a while. It actually really, really is a good movie. Um, it is. Did you like What's-His-Face's character? Christoph Waltz has to be one of the greatest actors to come out in, I want to say, the last 10 years. Yeah, he never phones it in. It's always a hands-down good performance. He yeah. came out, to me, he came out of nowhere. In the Glorious Bastards, I was like, yeah. this guy's fucking I was fucking like, who sick. is this guy? This guy's fucking awesome. He speaks like four languages in yeah. it. Yeah. Then right after that, right after that movie's over with. Wait, hold on. He would make what, a good Hydra agent. Could have been a good movie. Yeah. With Django, what did you think about Leo's part? That was amazing. I thought he acted it well. I thought the racism was on point. <laughs> you know he refused to say the N-word? But he did it. But I know, like, Quentin Tarantino was just like, no, you have to say it. Yeah. Actually, I was on a Tarantino uh, and you know his, run. You, you know, remember that scene? Spoiler. <sighs> when, when he, like, hits the, go fuck yourself. The skull uh, with his hand yeah, and breaks and he's it. Bleeding. Yeah, he's bleeding. That's his actual blood, which is sick. I was telling Maria that. That is a pretty cool fact. So though. when he touches, what's her face? Her face. And, like, that's Kay- a real reaction. Kerry Washington. Right? Yeah. Who played Broomhilda in the movie. Get your names right, bro. You know I'm horrible with names. <laughs> <laughs> then after that, I saw Kill Bill. That's why I bomb. Yeah, we're going to have to play that. Watch Kill Bill right after that. Another Tarantino movie. If you haven't seen Kill Bill, it goes back just like Django Unchained to the old 70s movies. 80s with the Samurais and the Kung Fu Sunday, Kung Fu Saturday. Then after that, I saw Jackie Brown. <laughs> Dude, you went on a fucking Tarantino universe uh, rampage. Jackie Brown, I think, is the most underrated of the Tarantino films. That's the only one I haven't seen. Notwithstanding the... What, what was the one that you did with Robert Rodriguez? The whole... Uh, the whole Grindhouse thing. Yeah, yeah the... I didn't even bother to see it because I was not like... Not Death Proof. Well, it was... It, the, it was the, yeah, death that's race. Race. the double feature, yeah. the Grindhouse. Death yeah. Race? No. No, no, it's Death Proof and some other thing. This is going to be a curve. I didn't even see that, but I didn't think it would be any... Because I like the stuff that he takes serious. It's serious stuff. It's just got a Tarantino spin. That Did you was watch, too like, much Pulp of like a parody. Reservoir Dogs too? I saw Reservoir Dogs, not Pulp Fiction. Because I've seen Pulp Fiction so many yeah. fucking times. But Reservoir Dogs is, is another movie that, that doesn't get as much... No, notoriety um, Yeah, as it should. Because it is a good movie. It's a great movie. It's though. an amazing movie. Um, because I'm it, a jumps, big it, it, it jumps back and forth, back and forth a lot, and then like leaves it up to you to piece the whole thing together, which is pretty awesome. Jackie Brown is the only Tarantino movie that wasn't written and the concept wasn't originated by Quentin Tarantino. Where was it from? It's from a book, but it's still got the Tarantino spin on it. It's still very, very. See, I only get movie. to as far as when uh, I think it's 
Dave Chappelle's in it, isn't he? No, Chris Tucker. Long back guy. It's up until he gets killed. That's the only time. Well, oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. That's the only we're time. We're talking about Reservoir Dogs or we're talking about Jackie Brown? Jackie Very Brown. Good. Okay. After that, I always either just lose interest or I just fall asleep. It gets better. The, the, the ending of it's what's good. Essentially, it, it sort of feels like a heist movie, but uh, Michael Keaton does a great fucking job in his role. I'm going to have to check the rest of it out then. Robert De Niro's actually... Pretty good in it. It's a very un-Robert De Niro-like character. He doesn't play the cool guy and stuff. But yeah, you ever get a chance to check out all those movies? Anything in the Tarantino universe, obviously you're going to want to check that out. And I think that's it for me. I wonder if he connects them. You think he connects them? They're supposed to be some Kind of. of I mean, you know, like... Is it the, really supposed to be? Like, you know, in Pulp Fiction, they make reference to that pilot that Uma Thurman was on, the Viper, Deadly the, Viper Assassination Squad, and then Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction. Because she's like, you know, the, the whole catch-up joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the Deadly Viper Assassination Squad is the one that the Black Mamba's in, something like that. Yeah. The chicks and all the people in Kill Bill are sort of like the pilot that she's talking about. That she's yeah, but it's not that a direct reference. No, it's no. Just like it's, just, a, it's like he's like paying homage yeah. to it. I mean, there's red apple cigarettes and all of them. Even in Django Unchained, when Django smokes a cigarette, he pulls a pet, he opens up a patch, and there's a red apple on the pouch that he's pulling the, the tobacco. Uh, but I don't think they're all, all the movies are linked. Not like uh, Kevin Smith and all his movies. Well, I'm, no, no, yeah, not, no. But like it's like all under the same. Like Vincent Vega and uh, the other Vega guy from Reservoir Dogs. They're supposed to be brothers. So that's how Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs are supposed to be related. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, I didn't know all this. Yeah, there's a lot of little stuff. Anyway, that's it for me. What have you seen? I've seen a lot this past few weeks none of them documentaries before you even saying anything about them <laughs> i uh saw this movie called snowpiercer with chris, chris evans how was that with the train and shit yeah it was pretty good it was like one of those post-apocalyptic movies which was pretty decently made how long ago was that made uh, not long ago at all 2013 i believe it was post captain america so i thought he wasn't gonna be in I any think movies. it was between like one and two. I think it was okay. between the two of them because in this movie, I didn't. Uh, here, I, when I first watched it, I just watched it because somebody told me, like, you gotta check out this movie, Snowpiercer. Shout out to Dennis, who's a buddy of mine. He's the one that told me about it. And I didn't know it was Chris Evans until halfway through the movie. Serious? I'm serious, yeah. Because the movie's like really dark and gritty. So, like, the, the tone of the movie is like really dark. He's got a beanie on the whole time, and his he, he, he like shaved his hair short. So I didn't know it was him. And he has facial hair through the whole Yeah, and I was like, man, I, and then I didn't realize it until like the lighting got really good in the movie. I was like, holy shit, this is fucking Chris Evans. But then again, I have my blonde moments every once in a while. But pretty decent flick. Then I saw another movie called How to Be a Man, which was a comedy movie with there's a bunch of no-name guys. Now, what made you watch that? Another recommendation. From whom? My buddy Dennis. It's about this dude who thinks he has breast cancer, or he thinks he has breast cancer, and he thinks he's going to die. So he starts recording movies. Movies to have for his son to watch when he gets older. How old is that? Oh, I think I heard about that movie. 2013? Yeah, I heard it was pretty oh, funny. Oh, no, I heard it something. There was a movie from back in the day, like the 90s, that was about it. But that, that was a drama, though. There was a guy that was doing that. Like, he was dying and he wanted to record some stuff. Like no, this is nothing like a... <laughs> is that on Netflix? Nothing like a, like that uh, Michael Keaton movie. Was it Michael Keaton? Yeah, because they make reference to that movie all the time in this movie. So, the main actor is uh, Gavin McLennis. McInnes? 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 Sure. You are blonde. Yeah, go fuck yourself. But he plays a guy, like an old, a, an ex-stand-up comedian called Mark something. And it's pretty hilarious. You guys should check it out. I don't want to ruin it because there's a lot of like, it moves fast and it's it's pretty funny. It's a funny movie. And then the last thing I saw recently is like, I'm finally caught up to Mad Men all the way up to this oh, wow. last I, season. I haven't seen any of this past season. So they're doing the same thing as they did with Breaking Bad where they're breaking it up into two different seasons. 
Okay, so assuming I can... Wait, which side do you take, take out the Breaking Bad or the Walking Dead side? He doesn't watch the Walking Dead. I don't watch Walking Dead? I'm more of a Breaking Bad fan than I am a Walking Dead fan. But you don't watch Walking Dead? I do watch Walking Dead. Oh, okay. But not... I never went out of my way to watch Walking Dead. I went out of my way to watch Breaking Bad. Okay, so assuming I get caught up with Arrow, Sons of Anarchy or Mad Men? Uh, how much thought you want to do you want to put into watching a show? The thing, the thing with Mad Men is it's a, there are times where it's a slow-moving show. Because it's no, it's, it's no, not times. It's a slow-moving yeah, show. There's no action. The thing about Mad Men is that you have to pay attention to every little detail of that show because it's about character development. Like, I don't know how you are about character development because you see these characters go from season one to wherever they're at and you get to know their little subtle facial twitches or their little subtle facial expressions or how they react to questioning and stuff and like to music in the background. To, that's like musical cues that the, the, the show is about the, the character. So it's there's a lot of depth into the show, if that makes any sense. Okay. I mean, it's like a... And, like, the cinematography in it is amazing. It's like, um... That's why I beat out Breaking Bad for how many years in a row for the Emmy? Whoops, sorry. For, uh, At least like six years in a row, yeah. I think. About six, up until the writing, the writer strike. Yeah, because, Breaking Bad, I think, won the, that last year. Because Sons of Anarchy, you're, it's completely two different. Sons of Anarchy is just like, uh, it's like watching a good action movie. From the 90s. Yeah, you just, you know, you just sit there and you watch an action movie and you're like, you take it for what it is. But Mad Men is like watching like a Shawshank Redemption. Okay, so this is like the equivalent of Shawshank Redemption or The Expendables. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. That's like the perfect compare and contrast to the two. I'm a huge fan of Mad Men. I don't think enough people watch the show. Even though it's a really popular show, I don't think enough people that you know are into all these other shows give it enough due because people get discouraged from it because it, it moves so slow. And like it builds up to one dramatic thing. And it, yeah, and it goes to the last episode where one major thing And just the just shit like, hits the fan on that last episode. And it just leaves you like, what the fuck? But it, it's but like it, last episode in series finale. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of series of little moments that lead up to that, which is awesome. Hmm. Yeah. And if you like shows about character development and seeing this character turn into that, because even though John Hamm, Don Draper, it's mainly about him. There's other characters in that show that you end up liking, like Sterling, Peggy, and all that stuff. You end up liking and you end up rooting for them along the way. And then John, at a certain point, like Don Draper just kind of just becomes in the background. But when his scenes are on, his scenes are just like, they just weigh, like they, they're heavy on the show. It's a good show. It's a pretty decent show. Like he and I were talking about it one time and he said that it requires a, a certain amount of intelligence to be enthralled by the show. It's not like entertainment, like like Sons of Anarchy, like you said, or Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, you just kind of just like, you're just hooked into it. You know what I mean? So that's my rant on Mad Men. Have you seen anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> Johnny? I recently saw the Lego movie. Did Ooh, you like it? Oh. I saw that too. That's good. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Ooh. You won't. The only thing you won't like about it is the portrayal of all the DC characters that are in that movie. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, there's a satire. Like, mm -hmm. uh, who plays um, Superman? Is it? Um, I don't know who does the voice for Superman. The guys from 21 Jump Street. Um, do Superman. Too? Yeah. They do Superman in. Oh, yeah. You're not going to like the portrayal of Green Lantern. Yeah, no, you're not going to like the, I did it. I was like, oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Never mind. And Batman, too. Like, Batman is like, uh, the portrayal of Batman is like how we were like super like snide and cynical about Batman. Dark music. Yeah. It's <laughs> Will Arnett. Um, you guys from Community? Yes. The Magician. The Magician, yes. Play. That's his. You already know what to expect with that. Oh, yeah. It's like, so, a, you know, I, I would recommend you watch it, though, especially when you have a son now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's not going to watch this shit. No, not yet. I don't want to spoil the ending, but. Yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that has funny parts throughout the whole movie, so. I think best animated movie this year. Thus far. Better than Frozen? I haven't seen yeah, Big yeah, Hero 6. I don't know. Hands down better than Frozen, I think. I, Big Hero, I heard Big Hero 6 is fucking sick. Is it really? 
Yeah. I'm anxious to see that. It's a Marvel and Pixar movie. Yeah, we can go wrong. What? Yeah. Furry baby. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's probably pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you see anything else, Johnny? Uh, I've been watching, what is it? Undercover, like Undercover Boss or whatever. That's a pretty decent Oh, show. yeah. Yeah. What's um? What's the most recent company that uh, you've seen? Is it any good? Um, it's like some coffee making business and the guy like opened up, you know, small chain stores here and there. And uh, Was it Dunn Brothers? I think so. Yeah. The guy was just all cool. It says, bro. A lot. <laughs> the Hooters episode was pretty good. There was a Hooters episode? Oh, yeah. I didn't see any. I, I've only seen like three episodes, but they're powerful to watch. Yeah. Especially once you get to the end and there's the big reveal. Yeah. They get like 50K. And- but you know, it's, a lot of it seems staged. It's like, oh yeah, I find like an employee who's in dire need and I'm going to give pay for their scholarship or like pay for their child's operation. Uh, the, fucking- I, I haven't really watched it a lot, but the couple episodes. And then when they do do that, it's like uh, they try to make these changes to the company, but they don't make that much of a big of a difference because they still keep that bottom line under control so like i, I agree with you it's like super staged yeah. that, that show made me paranoid because i work for a, i work for a fortune 500 <laughs> company so yeah. every new person we hire we're like oh, wait, where is he where is he where's the picture of my president like <laughs> <laughs> where's the ceo's picture it's gonna meet you hold on right there <laughs> google, google image search how much of a woman are you really <laughs> Take your clothes off. Uh, we need to have a talk in my office. Damn it. That, that whole thing going on in your head right now? Yeah. <laughs> Was you it can't like, picture it? Yeah, I can picture it, but what kind of woman is it? Describe the woman. A blonde, burly woman? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're picturing? Mrs. Topfire. Hello! <laughs> no, I pictured a blonde, skanky-looking broad. No skank. Uh, <laughs> but I pictured blonde for some reason. I picture, yeah, I picture her being burly and really offended easily. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Basic rule of thumb. Anyway, anything else? Um, no. No, nada? Nothing else? Nope. Have, have you hit the 50 word minimum for Maria yet? I don't know. <laughs> we're going to have a little counter. I'm at a close 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rodney, what did you see on your week off? Yeah, obviously I saw Father the Bride 1 and 2, which uh, Martin Short, incredible in that movie. I bet the ending's a little bit different now in part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he the, played the wedding planner, right? Who, who's the guy? Who's the guy who was yeah. from um, his assistant? Is it B.D. Wong? Yep. From <laughs> I couldn't believe SVU. it was SVU. Yeah, I couldn't believe it was the same guy from SVU. Yeah, he's a uh, Howard Weinstein, Father of the Bride. You're talking about? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. We got him. I rewatched Godzilla. Because Sandra hadn't seen it and had some time. Yeah, the new one. I And Jason sat there and watched it with us. I don't know if it's... Is it really that good? I think so. I mean, I was afraid Sandra wouldn't like it because she hadn't seen any Godzilla movies prior to that. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of nods to the Godzilla fans. I could have used another five minutes of Godzilla in the movie. But, um, yeah, it was really good. Guy from Kick-Ass is in it. Okay. Aaron Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen's in it. And, uh... They're both going to play brother and sister in Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. The guy from Kick-Ass? Yeah, he's Quicksilver. He's Quicksilver? Holy shit, I don't know why I didn't catch that. And then Brian Cranston was in it. Oh, okay. Oh, I finally saw, um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Did you listen to episode 6? Not yet. Did you listen to episode 6 before? No, I did because I didn't want it to ruin it. Oh, okay. Smart. Do you know who all the characters were? Were you able to identify them? Yeah. Like Warpath and shit. Like Warpath. You know what's funny? Even Blink? Yeah, even Blink. You know why? The only reason I knew who all the characters that were there was because I just finished reading Messiah Complex literally before I bought the movie. And most of those characters were either referenced or in that movie. Like is Rockslide? That mine? No, that's fine. Mm. Like Rock, oh, yeah, took- like Rockslide was in it because like, you know how they uh, they met the Sentinels were like they're able to remember like powers of certain mutants they killed and stuff and absorb them. It's like oh, okay, cool. Like the fucking Fury. Oh, those Sentinels. Anyway, what else yeah. have you seen? 
I mean, and also I've just been getting caught up with Arrow, which they're finally, um, you guys, you haven't watched Arrow, you, you plan on watching Arrow? Uh, I plan on catching up on it, I, I'm trying to catch up on this whole Sons of Anarchy, because it's all those... Do you not want me to talk about Arrow? No, go ahead, man. Oh, okay. I'll still watch it. I was kind of hoping that David might be on the podcast, I need to talk to somebody about Arrow, maybe even Liz might know this, they're starting to reference Ra's al Ghul a little bit more. Are they really? Uh, the Canaries on, Black Canaries, is it Black Canary, Canary? Black Canary. Black Canary. She came back and revealed herself to her dad. She came um, out. Yeah, she came out. But does she have her power? What's Black Canary's power? Sonic Scream. Yeah. Uh, no, she has a device. Yay. Yeah. Dinah Lance. Is she at least named Dinah Lance? Uh, she, she's, yeah. I don't know if her Are name's they interconnecting Flash with it yet? They, they, in season they, three. They have two episodes. I think they're going to have two episodes. That's why I'm trying to get caught up with uh, with Arrow so I can get into Flash. And then you got to get caught up with Gotham, which I think is over, right? They did their season finale or their series. Uh, Here. I heard it's pretty good. The only reason I think it's actually pretty decent from what I hear is because my little sister, shout out to Cindy, she has no interest in comic books whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But she actually legitimately enjoys Gotham. So I'm assuming the writing is pretty good. Gotham or Arrow? Gotham. Okay. Because Arrow, I'm a little curious about the League of Assassins. I don't know if it's the League of Shadows that they mean to reference and they just don't want to call it the League of Shadows. No, the League of... Is it the League of Assassins? Like Deathstroke? um, Because Talia al Ghul's... No... The League of Shadows is completely different. Isn't the League of Assassins there's, like there's a, it's a like League a, of Assassins? Yeah, but it's like a it's like it's a whole different complete entity yeah, compared not, to the, they're not to the League of Shadows. But was Talia Ghul a part of the League of Assassins? Uh, I don't know off the top of my no, head. That's supposed to be League of Shadows. Yeah, so that's I think that's where I'm getting confused on that story. No, because the League of Assassins is literally like uh, other assassins that are around, and I'm assuming it's guys that he's taken. I've seen enough of Arrow to to see because Deathstroke was mentioned. Yeah, Malcolm uh, That one the sniper dude was mentioned as well too. Um, and I'm uh, assuming. Those are like the, all that shot, the, that yeah, shot. that shot. They were all like legit. They're all part of the uh, League of Assassins. I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know that much. They very, barely revealed the League of uh, Assassins on the episode that I watched. So it's getting interesting. If they get Adam on a pee on that show, I'll flip the fuck out. I doubt it because he's like a Kevin Smith creation. Plus, yeah, there's no way. To, yeah, you can't really. There's no way to translate that. Unless he's like a beatboxer. But he had a whole storyline with Anamanapia yeah. to reveal Anamanapia. That's where he first came out. Yeah, yeah uh, the Kevin Smith one, the Green Arrow one. Yeah, they don't they don't consult Kevin Smith for the Arrow show at all. So well, he only did like a couple a couple of the runs of Green Arrow. But yeah, but then he went over to Batman. He argued they brought him back well, to the mainstream. Yeah, he did. You see anything else? No, that's it. I just saw. I gotta fucking start watching Arrow. God damn it. Alright, moving on from On My Just Saw to our corrections department. Sponsored by Lim Insurance and David Merkel. Ronnie, what do we got? <laughs> okay, so Dick Van Dyke played Bert. <laughs> David Merkel. Uh, in The Sound of Music. Shout out to my friend uh, Josh, who is going to play the Bert role in his, uh, I don't know if it's high school or Wait, the place. And Dick Van Dyke in Sound of Music, or don't you mean Mary Poppins? Ah, Mary Poppins. Okay. I'm getting confused with uh, my... I was like, we talked about Sound of Music? <laughs> Mary Poppins. And uh, yeah, shout out to Josh, who's uh, playing Bert in uh, the Mary Poppins musical or uh, I don't know if it's for school or whatnot but I saw that on Facebook hey Bert Jim Kelly played Williams in Answer to Dragon Williams was the name of his character correction from the uh, previous podcast I said Williams didn't I it took me a second when I said Mr. Williams or Williams yeah I, may, I don't know maybe I, I remember writing it down it was in the, back. it's in there I was in the hospital editing and <laughs> figuring that out Kelly Preston was the underrated hot chick Marnie in Twins uh-huh. um, interesting enough she also played Avery and Jerry Maguire and uh, Josie or Slipstream in Sky High if you uh, think it might be the only one in the room who likes that movie I've seen Sky High <laughs> the, Kurt the, Russell yeah Kurt Russell his <laughs> wife yeah his wife that hot chick oh jeez <laughs> 
Underrated hot chick. Taking Lives was the movie with Angelina Jolie and Ethan Hawke. Mm. We referenced that in a previous podcast, but we didn't couldn't remember the name. or never mentioned it or we were going to get back to it. Good luck. But, um, yeah, that's all the uh, corrections that we have for the last podcast, but please don't fault us because we all make mistakes in life and we all have regrets. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call a limb insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at alimbinsurance.com. That's how I see That's A-L-I-M for a limb because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. A limb insurance in case it happens. Don't forget to tell them Adam Ronnie sent you so you get a better deal and we get some props. And a t-shirt. How much of a good deal? Call them to find out. What he said. Yeah, I think uh, Mookie posted on Facebook one time that you know how the insurance company, they give you a quote, and then they um, they raise your rates every year. Call them to find out for sure. I think they give you the quote, and they stick to that one quote that they originally gave you. I might actually start working for an insurance company. A little insurance Maybe you should go work for a little insurance. <laughs> <laughs> They're also our sponsor, partial sponsor for T-Shirt Drive. Oh, of course. So buy of course. a T-shirt. You'll see that when you pick one up. All right. Here we have Fuck yous. This week of fuck yous. My fucking goes out to, I don't want to say the name of the dealership, but my Toyota dealership, who they've always been really cool with me. We've gotten two cars from there. we got a total um, of four between our family. Yeah, really great deals there. You know, I'm not going to knock them. But today I had to take my car in because we've had the tire gauge light come on. Now we should probably clarify, this fucking is going to the service department. Yes, not to the dealership in and of itself, but to... And not Certainly not the sales department because that's where our friends are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. So I I take the car over there because Maria all week is like, you know, we got to get the ch- the tire checked, the tire checked because winter, which is true. So I drive out there and I'm like, yeah, the tire pressure gauge is on. And they're like, all right, is that it? I was like, yeah, we brought the car pretty recently for an oil change, so it doesn't need that. And they're like, all right, then so it's about an hour and a half wait, but we'll push you up. It's just, if it's just that, then it should be fine. So I'm sitting down in their little lounge area and it's horribly snowing outside. So the satellite goes out. So their TV, they have satellite. TV so that's gone so I can't even watch fucking TV so I'm like alright I have my headphones I turned that shit on and I had the Wi-Fi on and I guess the signal got blocked with the Wi-Fi so then I couldn't even go online thankfully I had UTJ on my phone so I was listening to that and they always got an emergency exactly they come up to me and they're like so it's been an hour and it looks like there's a a nail in your tire but we should be able to patch it up it'll be fine alright they're like it shouldn't be much longer I had to wait another fucking hour it does not take that long to do that shit there are people that were in there for like a blown piston taking shorter time than it took for me to fucking go in with a nail in my tire that's why you should you, you always go to the Mexican tire shops. No, not in not, out cash done. Not when my tire's under warranty and I won't have to pay shit because I didn't pay anything, which was the only solace for the whole thing. But yeah, I was, but you wasted t- two hours of your day. I did. You ordered a little bicep. Uh, like, oh yeah, yeah. Listening to UTJH, an hour not wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. Go fuck myself. That second hour was uh... a waste. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't know. It just kind of sucked. Like, don't bullshit me. I was fully expecting to be there for Maybe a long time. Maybe they saw your thing that as not being a high priority, and that's why they just kept pushing you but, on and pushing you but on. But that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind it if the guy would have been like, yeah, it's going to be an hour and a half. But he said, it's going to be an hour and a half. We'll try to push you on. You didn't need to add that part. <laughs> don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> I was perfectly fine knowing that it was going to be an hour and a half. But then he said, it's something simple, we'll push you to the front of the line. You know what I bet it was? I bet, you know, they all have high-paid ASSE, whatever, certified ASSE certified mechanics. We're all like, 
oh yeah, I can rebuild the trans, or I can take down the block, you know, blah, blah, whatever. And they have the, the peons where it's like, oh yeah, you do the oil changes. And the nail in the tire is probably like somewhere in between where it's like, you know, you don't want the mechanic to do it, but like the guy who does the oil change is a little too complicated for. So it's like the peon skilled guys are the ones who get the job. And it's like, like yeah, yeah, He's like, I don't Cletus, wanna... get this nail out. I'll be right there. Fuck you, I got the last one. Where did we live in North Carolina? <laughs> uh, that guy was Asian. All right, fuck you for being racist with his voice and his name. You said Cletus. <laughs> you know, what, what's the name? You said a, ro- a rose by any other name would still be as sweet, right? <laughs> Shakespeare, anyone? Is this thing on? I don't know, me being Asian, I'd probably have to get through like 300 kids before I come up with Cletus, though. True that. Nelson wanted to adopt a little Asian boy named Tyrone and teach him nothing but Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's called Bruno Mars. <laughs> Tyrese is better. <laughs> Nobody should be named Tyrese. Mm. Shout out to Bruno Mars for his Uptown Funk track that's out. It's actually not his song, it's Mark Ronson. Best song to come out in the past few months, easily. It's got a 70s funk feel to it that... You do not hear nowadays, which yeah. I really appreciate. Caesar, what's your fucking about? That seventies funk is like the basis for house music. No, no, I'm saying that you haven't heard in a band like few months. No, I'm talking about Caesar's man. Oh, okay. So before I get to my major fuck you, I'm gonna go to a couple meathead fuck yous from the gym. I want to say because since uh, you guys don't subscribe to that culture, but the gym, I'm just not a fucking asshole about it. I'm not an asshole about it either. You sure? But there's certain things that piss you off. There's a, there's a, there's a thing that people. There's gym etiquette. I was a gym rat in high school, and yeah, yeah but there's a, there's gym etiquette. I have a gym membership that I don't really take advantage. <laughs> but like, I want to say fuck you to the people that don't put the weight back where they're supposed to be. I go reach for like a forty pound dumbbell, and then there's like a, a twenty pound dumbbell in there. It's like, fuck you, dude. Or like, I go and sit down, and I get to my machine, and you see, see I'm in the middle of working out, not in the middle of a break, or in the middle of. Oh, I was like, can I work in on this? Yeah. Uh, how many more sets you got left? Uh, dude, I'm in the middle of an actual rep, you know. Or the universal sign is, don't fucking talk to me, is I have my headphones on. I'm listening to UGDH. Yes, I do actually. So fuck you to all the people that lack gym etiquette. There's, yeah, I, there's, I actually do hate that shit too. It, there should, there's, it's like you should be considered, it's a gym, it's like a gym that you pay your membership for. So you should be considerate of other people. Like, yeah, but you know, wipe the sweat off the fucking bench, shit like that. Like I will agree to all of those except for the first one. Sometimes it only starts with the one asshole who puts the wrong dumbbells in the wrong slot, and then it's like if he puts the dumbbells in your slot, then another person puts the dumbbells in the wrong, and it's just a vicious cycle. It is of dumbbells in the wrong slot. Yeah, but see, but me being me, if I see it's in the wrong place. I put it where it's supposed to fucking go. But what if there's like five sets of dumbbells that are in the wrong slot? I only do whatever's around me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. No, but it is. But but then that should be part of whoever. And especially like what pisses me off is like all like these dudes that try to fucking show off. It's like, why show off? Okay, cool, man. You can, you know, you can bench press, you know, the 100 pound dumbbells. Pick them up after you're fucking done. <laughs> like I spent all my energy lifting up. Yeah, like it's like, okay, I get it, man. You're strong, but. Put them fucking back, you know, that's part of the fucking exercise. You know, you're going to squat 500 pounds, strip the bar so the bar doesn't... And same thing with, like, sharing. It's a membership. It's a... People are members there. I'm not going to hog a machine the entire time. Hey, you can jump in. No, people don't have, like, it's... it's. But I think it's just because of how, how selfish people fucking are. Granted, like, going to the gym is like a vain act in itself. But still, like, you should fucking take consideration of other fucking other people. And it's shitty. Because it, it ruins people's workouts. True. Because, it, you know, you're, you're going through a nice little... You get in that little, like, quote-unquote zone, 
and then you get derailed over some stupid bullshit like that. You know, I'm going to throw in a mini fuck you to uh, that gym membership fuck you. Mini fuck you to all the uh, new year, new me people oh, who man. flood the gyms like January and February. January and February are the, the worst, worst months yeah. to go to the gym. <laughs> they are. Oh my, it is fucking packed with people. That's yeah. not glad my work has its own gym. So it is the worst. Day. Everybody's in there. Oh, and another fuck you to that are the packs, the hordes of guys that work out together. You don't need more than two people working out together. Maybe three. Maybe three. One spotter and a conversational list. Yeah, and then it's like, I saw a pack of five guys working out together. And I'm all like, it doesn't take five people to bench. Like, it doesn't. Unless you're like NASCAR and you're like, (laughs) taking the weights off the dumbbell. It is fucking frustrating. (laughs) With a power wrench. And then you ask, hey, can I work in? And then, yeah, 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 you can work it. And then you're like, you do your normal weight. And then they see that you do more weight than they do. And then they try and, like, compete. And you're and you kind of just put your head down. And you're like, oh, God. Like, let me just work in and then let me leave. But it doesn't it doesn't work out that way. Just go to Planet Fitness. Just get out of my way. All right. And then my big fuck you, aside from that, is another fuck you to Fox. Oh, boy. I don't know if you guys saw who they casted and they signed on to play Apocalypse. Yeah. This dude, Oscar Isaac. The guy from Sucker Punch. Yes. Like, why? Do you know who that is? The guy from Sucker Punch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look like... I'm going to give him the benefit of, of the doubt right now. No, no, hold on. Number one... No, no but he doesn't, on, he doesn't fit the, like, the profile we of don't, who... We don't know how he, he's going to start. Because okay. I'm sure they're just going to have him as Insabonur to start with. In, in all fairness, neither does Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman does not fit the profile of Wolverine at all. Yeah, because Wolverine because <laughs> Wolverine's like si- over six feet. And not French. Yeah. <laughs> because Wolverine or Australian. Yeah. Not Australian. Australian. Say. I'm like, who's French? Wolverine's French? I got all fucking lost for a second. <laughs> but no, I mean, I don't think the guy's a bad actor. No, he's not my first choice. I don't choice, think he's a but bad I don't, actor at I don't all. think they should get some huge muscle guy either. You could do that with CGI and fucking... Yeah, but look what Marvel did with uh, Thanos. Yeah, you got Josh Brolin doing the voice. Yeah, they... It's going to be CGI. You don't know if they're not going to do it like that. And they, you know... Well, I mean, it's a totally different movie company, but, you know, look what Marvel did with Chris Evans and Turner. Yeah, but, but Fox's track history is that they just don't... They, they like, piss on... The source material, like, we're going to take it to our open interpretation. That's true. Same thing with, like, uh, Fantastic uh, Four. David uh, with Merkel. David Merkel, he, he posted the whole thing about, like, the casting for the the new X-Men movie. Oh, God. And we, all the people, people they're casting. In have we talked that. about Doctor Doom being online a hacker? handle? Yeah. Instead of... Oh. He's not going to be Doctor Doom. He's just going to be called Doom. Really? Instead so of they're gonna make it like evil the, genius? Like, hackers? Yeah, he's, he's going to be, like, a, some kind of... Like the lawnmower man? <laughs> I, I, I read what was supposed to be like a quote-unquote premise for the movie. It is fucking... If this is what is legit, this, the storyline that they're going to go with in the movie, I'm not even going to fuck it. Like, part of me was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the movie just for the show purpose alone, just just to either say I was wrong or I was fucking right. No, 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 no. no. We're... But I can't even... No, after like, reading that, I can't even fucking do it. We we got to do like a bootleg that we get fucking for free, or just upload it, stream it online or something. Because I will not watch no, that fucking movie. I I refuse to. Because if you even if you buy a bootleg, you're supporting the person that paid the money to go into the theater. Yeah. So fuck that. No, let's just like, fuck. Fuck let's that just, shit. Let's, we need to vote with our dollars. So no matter how bad it is, geeks invest their money in it just because for the sake of supporting something that wasn't ready to avail us. We all supported the X Men movie as bad as it was just because we wanted to see the superheroes on the big screen and we were afraid that nobody else would, or we just wanted to see it. Yeah, we didn't have any other options at that time. But now we have Marvel Studios who is actually getting it right, and we have Fox Studios who's fucking it up. And you have DC that's kind of just like, uh, yeah, maybe. 
maybe I'll try this. Dude, they're seriously, they're done with production. We can't stop the movie from being made or changed or get that freaking director to change direction. But we can vote with our dollars, so please join our movement. Stop this bullshit. The new Fantastic Four is going to be horrible. Don't. Boycotting uh, the Fantastic Four or boycotting anything else that Fox puts out is the closest that I'm going to get to being political. (laughs) (laughs) I won't back, back anything up or boycott anything except for that shit. Dude, we just we just gotta we gotta search for better entertainment. It kind of plays on our Kardashian West stop anything that they put out. Movement. I think celebrity news is what's wrong with America. Yeah, is that slightly political? That's yeah, slightly political. Uh, I've heard worse things. Yeah. All right. So where were we at? We were on fuck yous. No. No. Yeah, we are on fuck yous. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yous. Yeah, we're on fuck yous. So, so that was your fuck you. It was your. It was so, your fuck you. Well, I was I was just adding on to your you fuck just, you to fuck. You were just backdooring into my fuck you. <laughs> I was fucking your fuck you into a big fuck train. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking off your fuck you. Johnny? Johnny already went, though. Johnny did his fuck you to people that drive slow in the in the fast lane. Wasn't yeah. that, isn't that your fuck you? Yeah. I'm going to send a quick fuck you. Jumping off that uh, whole four-part segment, uh, fuck you to people who shop during uh, rush hour at grocery stores. Which is one of my favorite topics, by the way. Uh, you know, I want to do a mini-series on that, like uh, kind of how we did your YouTube video. If you haven't seen Caesar's YouTube video, go find it. It's amazing. We'd like to do a series of YouTube videos off of the UTGH uh, site just to get people interested in little shorts. Um, and also, YouTube is easier to monetize than uh, the actual podcast itself. Check out our Facebook spoof video that we put up on the uh, the website. You hadn't seen it. But yeah, I want to send a quick fuck you for people who shop at grocery stores, uh, the receipt checkers. I, I got stuck at Costco today. I'm just you know help, trying to help Adam out get some diapers because we have a Costco membership and we're sharing. Thanks. I went to go buy a pack of diapers. We had somebody in front of us come in and buy a set of pajamas. Literally one set of pajamas. First, it took them at least... At least, not even exaggerating. Sandra's with me, you can ask her. pajamas? Were they footy pajamas? Yeah. Were they the grown-up footy pajamas? No, they were like flannel pajamas. But You you know what my pajamas are? A pair of basketball shorts and maybe a shirt. But you know what? They're still pajamas. But you know what? I actually, I will wear sweats or basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I will separate my inside clothes from my outside clothes. Sandra thinks it's kind of dumb, but because of allergies. Because your outside clothes collect Uh, pollen, inside clothes don't. So I'm very particular about what I wear inside versus what I wear outside. But anyway, somebody was wearing a pair. They were buying a pair of pajamas in front of me. Took them five minutes to figure out the pin pad to put their pin in. And then he only bought one thing. They got out of the line at Costco and they're receipt checkers. They're looking through the receipt to make sure they were charged the right amount of money. Okay. I mean, don't stand fine. Pull over to the side. If you think that, you know, there's incorrect total or something that you need to adjust or maybe you're charging correctly. I understand that you want to check that you're, it's your money. You're spending it, but don't stand there in front of everybody who is in a hurry trying to get out the door and just like clog up. It's actually a, a loss prevention thing too. When I used to work, Wait, are you, hold on, real quick. Are you target. talking about the person that checks the receipts or people that buy stuff and check the receipt of their own shit afterwards to make sure they were charged the right amount? The people who check their own receipts. Yeah, oh, not no, the person oh, that I thought you were talking the about the guy that was like checking. No, no, no. Those receipt. guys are fine and sometimes they're funny. But if you're going to check your own receipt, do step over car. to the side. Go to your car and do it. Well, yeah, I understand like, okay, maybe you want to do it so you can, the customer service desk is right there. Then do it at the customer service desk. Don't, don't get don't in the way. Of, in the fucking yeah, thing. don't yeah. just do it at the end of the lane. Yeah, so that's my fuck you for this week. And Harry, oh, Jimmy, Trent, wherever you're out there, fuck you too. Yeah. Watch the video. You'll understand. All right. Moving on to pissing on graves. This week, we're doing uh, Whitney Houston. I really shouldn't have to mention who she is. Most of you know who she is. I don't know. Johnny knows who she is. You know who Whitney Houston is, right? Yeah. Singer, actress. 
Might have, I thought it might have been before your time. The great songs. How will I know? Have I'll, you seen The Bodyguard? Well, how old were you when The Bodyguard came out? I, I want to dance with somebody. I know who she is. I just don't. Yeah, she, you never knew her music. Wait, waiting to exhale and shit. Married Bobby Brown. Why? To this day, I still don't know. Because you look at Bobby Brown, there's there's nothing about him that... Yeah, but Bobby Brown back then was kind of like a badass. It was too hot to handle. It was new edition. <laughs> it was his prerogative. <laughs> My prerogative. No, uh, like that. During that, he was like the shit back then. He's too cold to hold. <laughs> anyway, but then like, but Bobby Brown introduced her to crack. Yeah, I'm saying, but like Bobby Brown, '90s Bobby Brown, crack is whack. So that's what he turned into, like to crack. The best, the like, best Bobby Brown moment was was him in Ghostbusters too. Before they go, in, wait, is it two or one? Two. Two. Where they go into the Statue of Liberty and shit. Where he asks about the proton packs and shit like that. That was Bobby Brown, the little black valet guy. Yeah. That's as good as Bobby Brown. That's as that's as much as I my Bobby Brown now um, ends. Like I said, introduced when he used to crack. It's a crack. And uh, eventually all that led to her downfall because she was found in, uh, in the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills. Yeah. The paramedics found Houston unresponsive room and performed CPR for about 20 minutes before ultimately declaring her death. 20 minutes? Don't you know after like a good two, three minutes that a person not going to respond to CPR? No, not necessarily. Because they don't even do the breath thing anymore, so that cuts you down do, on half the time. You do do the breath. Yeah, it's ABC, airway, breathing. No, not, you don't do they, mouth to mouth, but if you're a paramedic, you do uh, breathing with the Oh, with the, the, with the bag. The bag. Yeah. yeah, with the bag. That whack-ass bag? Nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> I want to say that because Caesar is fucking. He he used to be a paramedic, so he's Still looking at am. me like. Still am. No, not anymore, motherfucker. Still am. But yeah, so Whitney Houston, you gone, but I will always love you. That's all I know. This has been pissing on graves, the Whitney Houston edition. Drip. I've never been a one medic, let alone a paramedic. <laughs> all right, moving on from pissing on graves. <laughs> To the Nelson Asshole Story of the Week. Um, would it be a, wouldn't it be a mono medic? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh my god, are we ready to discuss Shh. that? Shh! Do this quickly, dick! <laughs> you fucking took a piss earlier. Okay. I don't know how well you wash your hands. I do wash buddy, pretty well. Anyway, moving on to uh, next segment. happy birthday to myself. Oh my god. Is the Nelson Asshole Story... It's supposed to be two times for the water as hot as you can get it. Server industry joke. It is happy birthday two times for as hot as the water you can take it. Really? Yeah. I was always taught happy birthday once for a normal temperature. Dirty motherfucker. Only servers are going to get that joke. All right. (laughs) You guys good? Talking about happy birthday piss washing. Okay, go ahead. Nelson Asshole Story of the Week. Or the Nas, as we now like to call it. As we now call it the Nas. Like Nas's? Like Nas? Like, all I need is one mic, but more like... Uh, this whack-ass Fast and Furious hit the fucking button. (laughs) I need Nas. I need Nas. Nas! (laughs) It's it's an acronym, which we debated on because we don't want to... Nelson, it really is truly a great person, a good friend, my best friend, and these stories... But these stories are true, and they're funny, and they're wildly the more popular of our segments. And 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 that's the thing. It's It's not like I'm making the shit up. No, because... He has these moments where he's like a super dick and a super asshole for like a slight second. But a lot of but times, he's like, this it's shit to be funny. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's, 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 and a lot of times, it's to be funny, not to knock your uh, the bathroom story. But um, yeah, sometimes it is <laughs> to be funny. But yeah, they're they're real popular and people like them. And even his he, wife Liz really looks for him in the in the podcast. So he, he can be abrasive when he needs to be. Abrasive is a good word. Yeah. Here, I'll give you abrasive. Abrasive also rhymes with asshole. This is gonna be a real short one, only because it's something that's ongoing and. 
it's nothing that has a, a long story behind it. Nelson knows everything, and that's Nelson being an asshole. I could, I could, I can make, I can make up something, and tell like tomorrow I could be like, did you know that? Uh, I don't know. Fucking that the Velociraptor only had uh, not even that, but just three teeth. Like, even if I for, talk about uh, like for comic book movie and, stuff, and seven teeth for grinding. Like, did you know that Batman has gone toe to toe in a fight with Charlie Theron on the on the fucking the tip of the Berlin Wall back of in the eighties? The iceberg 80s that and, sunk the Titanic. And Nelson, real quick. Oh yeah, I know, I know about this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. But like, like there are times where I'm excited to tell Nelson, like, oh shit, you know, something new about. Something that I know he's interested in. I'm, let me let me tell him, you know, like he's gonna get a kick out of this. I'm like, hey man, just call him, you know, are you busy? No, I'm not busy. What's so get this, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, I know. For fucking everything, for everything. And and he's just like, what? What, you want me to not know? You want me to just not know? And it's like, dude, just can you just lie for for all the asshole moments that you've given me throughout my life. You can't just be like, he's like, that's uh, awesome. That, and no, then no. hang up and be like, I knew that. No, already. my best, my best explanation is this because I've seen this in real life, in real time. So my best explanation <laughs> is Nelson is live TV. Nelson is like living his life in live TV, and Adam's like DVRing it. And it's like Adam gets excited <laughs> to tell Nelson something about news, like superhero, anything. That is the greatest analogy. You know, just something that he knows Nelson would be excited about, and it's like he's always. Adam's already pre-recorded, so Nelson already saw it. So it's you know, there's no point in explaining. It's still an asshole. He could still once or twice be like, "Oh no, shit, that's crazy." Even if he already knows it, but he gets the kick out. Like, yeah, I know that shit. What else? You got something else? I thought you wanted to tell me something new. So fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. All right. So this has been the Na- Nelson asshole. Wow, man, I stuttered all the way through that. This has been the Nas story of the week. Story of Stanley. Well, you don't want to say Nas story of the week. just the Nas of the week, because then it's like, oh yeah, it's like ATM machine. Yeah. This is the Nas of the week. That's your pet peeve. It is. Fuck. All right, moving on from the Nas of the week to our comic cliff notes. This week we're going to be doing Talia Al Ghul. In honor of my daughter, who we named, actually, after Talia Al Ghul. We did, here, on the show. (laughs) Sandra and I did a long time ago. So, everybody knows that my monogram, my middle name is Arjadon, my monogram is R-A-S. So, for the longest time, me being a video gamer back in the day, playing in the arcades, I would always leave my monogram on any high score that I could put up on any machine, which was usually NBA Jam, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, those types of games, you know, and throughout my, you know, professional life, just to sign my monogram as opposed to signing out my whole signature. And Sandra and I started dating, and she saw, you know, Adam makes fun of me all the time, because I didn't believe I had a pinky ring with my my monogram on it. Sandra took it. It was the exact same size of her actual ring finger. And uh, she took it RAS as Rodney and Sandra as opposed to Rodney Arjun which is kind of cute. So then I learned of a villain in the Batman universe, me being a big Batman fan, Ra's al Ghul, who you know, I identified with just because he was a really cool villain, one of Batman's arch nemesis. Well, not the arch nemesis, but one of the major ones. Best portrayed in, I feel, Batman the Animated Series, Ra's al Ghul. And he ended up having a daughter named Talia, which um, I think it was appropriate because... You know, if I identify myself as Roz, you know, if you follow me on Twitter at RAS12979, it's appropriate that I have a daughter named Talia. And I discussed that with Sandra. If you feel that you want to identify with RAS or Roz, being that we have a daughter now, and or we were thinking about, when we were thinking about having kids, if we ever have a daughter, we decided, yeah, we should name her Talia. Apparently the leader of the League of Assassins at some point, um, slowly learning an arrow, No, she was a member of the League of Shadows, which Roz al Ghul was a part of. Probably just as vicious a villain, but a little, a little more level-headed. I don't want to get into spoilers as to what happens on later in life, but... But um, does end up having a child with Bruce Wayne, who becomes Damian Wayne, who becomes 
was it the fourth or fifth Robin? Yep. And the analogy is part of the new 52. Doesn't he beat the shit out of Nightwing? He beats the shit out of a lot of people, which is awesome. Yeah, he's very, um, very uh, defiant, sinister uh, he's Robin. He's the opposite of, like, Dick Grayson and Tim Drake. Yeah, kind of a loner, too. But very... Very dark and brooding? Yeah, but very apropos for... Familiar. I wonder where he gets it from. Talia. His father. But Talia's like that, too, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. She's all my beloved all the time. She's one of uh, Batman's love interests, so hopefully my daughter will grow up to love Batman, um, you know, much like mother and father do. That's gotta be an awesome fucking son-in-law. Yeah, and Batman is son-in-law. Bruce Wayne? <laughs> imagine all the fucking money you get out of that shit. Oh, yeah, we need a dowry. But, um... <laughs> oh, a reverse dowry where he fucking pays you shit? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna institute that now. I'm, I'm, putting, that, that, I'm putting that out there now. But, um, yeah, Talia Al most recently portrayed in um, The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. But I, not to knock Marilyn Cotillard, I think they could have cast her better. super hot in a weird way to me. Nah, it doesn't do much for me. It's the, it's the French accent that does No, it's, it's something else. I don't know. I don't I, know what it is. She's good in Inception, too. Yeah, but she was... They're waiting for the train! But she was really good in uh, Public Enemies, too. I didn't see that. I didn't see it. But um, I, I think it could have been better cast. I still feel that both Talia and Razogo are best portrayed in Batman the Animated Series, so look of up... Of course. Look up those cartoons. Jim Lee draws a great Talia Al Ghul in Hush. Credit to Paul Dini, who um, kind of really made the character come to life. I don't think you take responsibility for creating the character. I'd probably look that up, but um, yeah, Batman the Animated Series. Check it out. That's where we got the name Talia from. This has been Comic Cliff Notes, <laughs> the Talia Al Ghul edition. You just been schooled. Booyah. All right, moving on to our top topic of the week. We mentioned it briefly. We're going to br- try to burn through this kind of quickly because it's going a little long. For us, on our side of things, not the recording. You're burning daylight. Move. But Christmas gifts for your man or woman. Fuck it. You know, there, there are plenty of girl nerds out there. I know quite a few of them. So here are some things that we think are good Christmas gifts for the average man. Or things that we feel like men should have anyway. Especially, you know, as Christmas presents. I'm going to go with the tool set, which is kind of surprising. I know we talked about this a little bit last week with the whole Home Depot thing. I think every man should have at least a basic tool set, a set of socket wrenches, screwdriver of different varying degrees, you know, whether it be Phillips head or flathead, obviously hammer, measuring tape. Just the regular basic shit. If you need an Allen wrench, you got a few of those in there. Maybe crescent if you need it. Why are you staring at me telling me this? Like, I know, I don't know shit you're about You're holding tools. your dick in front well, of me. It's freaking well, I out. Think, I think we should vary a lot of these answers, especially, we're really, our, our idea on this, um, with this segment and our decision on the segment is one, it's following, well, it's it's right before Cyber Monday that this episode will be airing. So hopefully you're caught up with the episodes and you're listening to it at an appropriate time. But we should probably, you know, throw in there with the gift that we suggest a gauge as to you know where you are in stage of relationship uh, for the man that because we're dedicating to the women who are looking for gifts for the men Adam's stage in relationship you've been married how many years you know this would be like a wife buying something for her husband maybe you've been married a few years have a couple kids you in your own home to a set very appropriate if you just started dating might be a little weird I still say do it fuck it I think if you're dating somebody who's really into his car like an emergency car tool set would be really good something with like flares I got one of those um, neon lights it's something you throw in the back of his trunk because then you're kind of paying homage to the car yeah. which is like really stroking the guy's ego if he's mm-hmm. he takes a lot of pride in his car and guys will take pride in their cars ladies even if it's like a 10 year old POS there's something special about that car <laughs> yeah we were talking about that earlier yeah, but um, yeah, that's <coughs> excellent suggestion for a gifts, top topics, tool set, <coughs> depending um, on d- depending on the stage of relationship. If your guy's a nerd, any kind of omnibus or absolute edition of a comic book series, you gotta go with it. DC has the absolute shit like 
Hush. Uh, I have the Absolute Watchmen over there, which is sort of like the director's cut version of these books in a larger scale. That shit's a must. Superhero bust, if you can find them, you know, with your man's favorite superhero. That shit's mm-hmm. a, a bonus. Now, that's going to probably range in like the 60 to $70 for an adequate bust. I'm, I'm going to go with like uh, any type of... How do I word it? I don't even know you like. I don't want to say souvenir, but anything that's in, that's that's similar to their favorite like movie or cartoon or collectible, kind of, like a collectible more or less. Yeah. Or like if there's like um a ice cube trade to make a bunch of Han Solo's frozen and carbonite. Yeah, those are cool. Something like that. Or like uh, for some reason they like Doctor Who and they want a sonic screwdriver. Hint, hint. Something like that. They want something that's uh, that's. <laughs> That goes towards whatever they're into. Thinkgeek.com is a great website. Yes. To get some ideas. There's a lot of random shit on there that is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Or um, if you want to check out Dude, I Want That, that's a popular uh, website to get some good good gift ideas. Geek Tyrant has some really good shit. Yep. Sometimes Clothing, Clothing is iffy. No, clothing I think is, is, is it's much easier to do for a man than it is for a woman. Uh, well, no, so, so clothing no, you have to gauge the level of geek that they are. No, not only that, but you have to like if you want. But not even for geek stuff, like jackets and shit. Like if yeah, but you know some guys can take it the wrong way. Like, oh, are you trying to change me? But it's like okay, you can't get it. if your man is Asian and you want to buy him a transformer hoodie that makes him look like Optimus Prime. Fuck appropriate. Yeah. Hell yeah. But you know, if your guy's like okay, business type, and you know, wears a lot of suits, yeah, that's what I guess that's what probably I'm not going to work uh, out. A membership to a, whatever those clo- like monthly clothing, things. yeah, that trunk box. Yeah, that's so, a good there's one. There's so many of them. Yeah, I wonder, what, I wonder if those are actually good or not. Yeah, but I, the other reason I'm worried about, I was thinking about doing that too because I just don't, I don't have time to go out and buy clothes as much as I used to. Yeah, I have a weird body type, and I don't know if it's going to fit me or not. Yeah, so I mean, ladies, believe it or not, guys are a little self conscious about their body type. Me myself, I have unusually longer arms than I would like so you know fitted shirts Lord knows I'm fitted shirts and jackets yeah kind of self-conscious about especially long sleeve that's why I wear a lot of short sleeve so you may or may not know that if you're gonna go clothing know your man's measurements that type of thing 34 28 36 only she's 5'3 <laughs> you're uh, a 34 inch waist 36 no. 24 36 yeah. box sets you can never go wrong with box sets even if your man has you know one of the movies or even if he has a single one sometimes a box set just makes everything nice and Size. I'm thinking like the phase one box set for the Marvel movies. That's gotta be probably amazing to get. It's an awesome box set. Comes with the with the uh, cosmic cube. And it's also a nice gesture because you can say, hey, we can watch this together. It's something that you can do, enjoy the movie. True. Also gauge your box set too. I don't know if you're most guys won't really go for the Sex Surgeon City box set. Friends yeah, let's just get a box set. Friends is hit or miss. If you're Friends lucky you have a guy who will watch uh, Desperate Housewives with you. Seinfeld Seinfeld is hit or miss too. The league. It's always Sunday in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, if you're dating a douchey guy, you know, just get him stuff to make him look pretty because that's all they care. I don't know. Watches some, some gel. Watches, <laughs> yeah. Watches, watches in cologne. Watches, watches are cologne. really good for, for douchey cologne guys. Some Jordans. No. Guy well, not not every guy. No, no. We're, now we're talking. Let's let's get away from douchey guys because fuck them. They don't deserve presents. <laughs> True. Let's stick with guys like us that the wives are interested. Ladies, if you're at a loss for what to get the guys, you can get something for yourself to wear for the guys. It's always yes. appreciated. Coupons for massages. <laughs> <laughs> one free blowjob, you know, throw the one of those out there. Want to cash this bad boy in? Wham. And then just just photocopy them. Just, <laughs> just makes it. <laughs> I don't remember issuing you with these many. Yeah, you did. You gave me these... Uh, Bullshit. I have a whole book. the coupon that you can't <laughs> copy it? 
<laughs> no fine print on there. Right? Men are sneaky. They'll do some shit like that, too. <laughs> just, just, just make it rain blowjob coupons. <laughs> like a facial hair or a hair trimmer set is usually pretty good. If they can grow a beard, they'd be nice, too. Yeah, I can't grow a beard. I'd still appreciate it. grow a mustache. Yeah. I'm barely growing what I got here. No, I agree with it. Because a, a really good electric razor goes a long way, too. Yeah, even clippers. If even he, clippers, yeah. If he's a fan of the show Movie Paraphernalia, you know, if you're looking Posters. if you're looking to spend 100 150 bucks, Star Wars lightsaber, that's all I'm saying. Or, like, even, even framed movie posters. If you go online and you find posters of uh, like their favorite movie and an artist will make like a minimalist depiction of that movie or if somebody recreated the movie's poster completely different, that's pretty badass too. If you have any questions as to what to get your man or woman, hit us up on the webpage. We'll be more than happy to answer it for you or fuck, half the time we don't even answer some of our own stuff. Other people will answer. I think because collectively between... I'm only going to say three of us because I, I don't know you as, as much. The, between the three of us, I think we've all given each other pretty decent gifts. Like we're, I think we're pretty insightful on... One another. From one another within yeah. our own little clan. Yeah, and you know, we encourage you to use the uh, Amazon wish list uh, feature. Get your man to do that or do that, you know, for your man because clue him in on what kind of present that you want for the holidays. And um, if you need to buy something from it's, Amazon, go to UTJH. It's all about communication. It's all yeah. about communication. And if you need to buy something from Amazon, go to UTJH.net. Click the link on the Amazon section and uh, do all your work on Amazon. Remember, Cyber, Cyber Monday is probably the day this podcast airs. So do that from convenience of your home. Oh, yeah. Today's top topics brought to you by Amazon.com. Place where you can get most of your items from. Oh, and Loot Crate. Loot Crate's Loot Crate's good. Fucking dope. Yeah. I got a friend that actually has and she's she's enjoying it thus far. What, what is this? Loot Crate. Loot Crate. It's like you sign up it's like, like a monthly membership and you get like a random box of just cool geek stuff. Music. Yeah, just random shit every yeah. month. It's like a, it's like a present every month. All right, moving on from top topics to our open forum. I actually got something I want to talk to you guys about and we were talking about it briefly. Gotham, Constantine, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All these movies are on basic TV channels. And my question is, is TV as good on those channels now that we've seen movies on cable like Breaking Bad, we were talking about Sons of Anarchy, Mad Men, The Walking Dead, all those are on AMC, you got Game of Thrones, Boardwalk Empire, what's the one with Matthew McConaughey, is that fucking show that's got a lot, The Tudors, all these shows seem to be so much better because they're allowed more freedom, does the cursing and extra violence help you get into the show more, would you like The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and Mad Men if they were like on channel 2 where shit's a little bit more limited? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, no, it's kind of hard to say because if you think about The Dark Knight, not an ounce of blood is shown in that movie, if you think about it. There's no violence. Everything is all implied. Because it's not an action movie. Fuck. No, it isn't. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still it's still a good comic-based movie. Yeah. And argue you can argue it's one of the better comic-based movies, and there's no... So, I mean, they didn't need blood. They didn't... I don't know if they have any swearing. No, because I, mean, I think, I think, the, I think it would be censored time. to a certain extent. Of course, but what I'm saying is... Because, what, what, uh, you, do you think those shows that are on basic TV networks, do you think that they would be exponentially better if they were moved to... Like, yeah. like Constantine is on if ABC. Constantine, if Constantine was, like, moved to, like, FX... Yeah, where it could I be darker would and be grittier. a lot better than it 
than it, than it is now. I think it, I think it kind of depends on the show. Like right? Age of the Shield, I think is fine where it is. Yeah, it sucks that it's not darker and it can't be a little bit more gritty. I mean, if, it's kind of like David was saying. If it's the Deadpool, like they're doing a Deadpool series, that you can't put that on. No, you can't. But like Gotham, would, imagine how much more dope Gotham would be if it was like on FX, where you have like Bullock beating the shit out of people. Yeah, what's going on now? It's like these are like watered down versions exactly. of what it really is. Even with Flash and Arrow. But here's the thing: you got to look at it. What market are they trying to reach? They're not trying to reach the fanboys, the geeks, the nerds that like us. But, but see, they're trying to reach the people that don't know anything but about who, comic books. But who are the people that are more likely to dive into something if it's accurate and, and matches the tone of what it's supposed to be? The fanboys and the fucking nerds. You know, no, no. They'll appreciate it more. No, they'll pour money into it. You haven't been to a Comic-Con yet. You'll see that shit. You go to a Comic-Con and there are guys just fucking pouring money no, into I, shit. No, I totally... Uh, no, I see that, what you're coming that from. That it's already but, paying money for. But these large uh, networks, that's not who the people they cater to. They cater towards... Superman was good. The other... The, like the, sm- the small... Like the people that don't... Unknowledgeable people. The people that don't know anything. But imagine how much cooler Arrow would be if he shot no, I agree. somebody's fucking I, Yeah, I agree and that they it, would be, it. it would be way better and it would get tons of ratings being on a different network that was not a major network. See, Flash could stay on but, the CW. But Superman they could stay on the CW. But those networks, their reach is not us. Their reach is like... Well, of course they're trying to get a broader audience, but what I'm saying is it's not going to work if... It's like what Omar said. Omar doesn't know anything basically about the Age of the Shield in the comic book. Okay. A lot of people don't know about that kind of shit. But... But when it comes to that, it's sort of like, okay, we're going to put it on ABC Network and it's going to be really hokey. Yeah, but It's hard that, to pull people in with that kind of shit. Yeah, but doesn't it upset you a little bit? Because it's like, it upsets me. It's like, because it's like, uh, it was my little thing. like, Or it was our thing, you know? Well, the Ace of the Shield? No, or I'm just saying like the whole comic thing. You like that exclusivity. Of, yeah, I could have an in-depth conversation of why Batman will never kill Joker with like the two of you or anybody else that reads these comic books. Or why Shazam will beat the shit out of Superman, and why Shazam will always win versus Superman, or something. You know, we and it was like our thing. Now it's just like the cool thing. Well, and, I mean, and with that being that, you have to lose and you have to water down things along the way. Like, I, I'm asking you, doesn't doesn't it upset you at least the slightest, like even the slightest it, bit? It it upsets me when when I got guys walking around with superhero T-shirts that don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it, is. it upsets that, me seeing guys at the gym working out with that superhero me, shirts, and then I'm like, oh, dude. But then part of me is just like, alright motherfucker, keep pouring your bullshit money into this so I can read the benefits of the finished product. Because if everybody didn't pour as much money into Avengers, or Iron but Man we don't 1 even... the, uh, the 100% benefits, because look at what Fox is doing. Fox is its own fucking bullshit. No, but it's the same. But Fox is... It, it, you could you can you can compare Fox I'm about to the, the major shit. networks that are out right now. Those too. are greedy motherfuckers that are just trying to capitalize on the good that Marvel's doing. But I think I think it does open doors. Like it, it's it's good and it's bad. It does open the doors for more opportunities for more comic books, like independent comic books, like Kick Ass. You uh-huh. could argue, you know, if Fox didn't put up that shitty version of X Men, Kick Ass would have never came to be because nobody would have looked for that story or nobody would have given that story a chance to become a movie. So I mean, but it's like, but here, but you can say thing the same. This you can almost have the same argument for actual novels fiction writers it's like there's great writers out there that put out amazing books and amazing stories but you can't publish or make it into a movie because it's too good or it's too in depth because you gotta think as like a lot of the common folk can't they can't think on that level like you and I are Adam and I are huge Green Lantern fans 
right? And I become, I, he's been a Green Lantern fan more than I, but we both agree of why we like the Green Lantern because of the concept of will, meaning that you put up or shut up, basically. So to convey that to somebody that doesn't, that can't grasp that concept is tough. So they have to water it down and they have to make it campy. And they have to make that just to reach out to that person that doesn't know what's going on. Does that make sense? Or am I just completely off the deep end of myself? No, I mean, it makes sense, but I just feel like, like, okay, going back to the whole Constantine thing. They're stopping the show right now because yeah. they're like, we're not sure if people are liking it. And it's like, yeah, but you, you know why the they don't like it. Network. Yeah. See, but that's just like, it's because people can't grasp the fact of how, the meaning behind it. Yeah. It's, it's hard, it's hard to figure out who and what Constantine is Yeah, without knowing some back story but i mean if the material is strong enough regardless of what network it gets aired on or regardless of who watches it when it's out at the time or what the nielsen ratings say dvr numbers don't lie and more important the blu-ray dvd numbers don't lie i mean no, that's absolutely. what brought family guy back but the thing is though is that the, the the thing is is that these networks they cater the show to what they want people to like well you know okay so let's say hypothetically constantine fails as a show okay we as an audience have the power and it's been proven through family guy and, to buy firefly to buy I, like I don't know why you know, we could probably press for this movement with um with that Sarah Michelle Geller series what was that uh, no oh, the, I know which one you're talking about yeah. I can't remember yeah. the one with her twin sister yeah we have the power to you know because now video is on demand and they'll put it on Amazon because they'll take that risk because it's a minimal involvement all they had to do is stream which they're doing anyway to put it out and make it available on streaming content on Blu-rays on DVDs box sets collector's editions <laughs> and if we can put money into the things that we like regardless of what I, I don't think Nielsen ratings mean anything anymore because nobody watches shows when they're aired anymore no not anymore they're, not, they're, this, not this day anymore. someone needs to come up with a you know some sort of system of figuring out what people dvr because everybody dvrs now or everybody records and watches it at their at their leisure but um i mean it's, it's just the that's the whole premise behind the ffff movement is to vote with your dollars vote with what you actually choose pick and choose to support and especially being then we're in the you know the era of the geek culture we need to be selective about who and how we choose to support. No, absolutely, I agree. Because what we like. there's there's the products that they're putting out are super light compared to what it really is, and like and you can learn so you can learn a lot. Dude. It's tip of the iceberg. Yeah, really. and the fact that the the, the normal person can't can grasp it or is willing not to grasp it is what's upsetting because there's so much I hate to say it again but there's a lot of depth to, to a lot of these characters and shit that, but, that, we, that we grow up to but I mean if we especially with. especially with this podcast and we who we consider ourselves as insiders if we can move our own audiences and agree to collectively get behind products like Avengers who we feel are getting the job done right correctly yeah as opposed to these other studios that you know just they're not doing it you know we can have an influence it's like what Matt what Don Draper says in Mad Men like because he, he, he's he works at an ad agency and he, he's having a discussion with somebody the owner of Menkel's the a clothing store or a department store and they're having like this deep conversation and he's like oh don't you want love he goes he goes love was created by me you know by people like pretty yeah. much because it's it's whatever you know we see from other people to tell us what we want if we could stop getting people to download the fucking Kim Kardashian app on iTunes. Jessica hasn't. Oh, God. Does Marilyn have it? Just, just delete her phone. Probably. Delete her from her phone while she's asleep. We can, we can influence the iTunes store. Man, man, we, I mean, it's another it's, reason it's to hate iTunes. Calls, oh. 
It's a lost cause. All right. Well, if you guys have anything to say about the topic today, or the topic, the open, the forum. open forum segment for the day, hit us up. Let us know what you think. I'm sure Omar is going to have something to say. He's usually pretty good about answering up on this kind of thing. So hit us up on Facebook.com slash hashtag spelled out UTJH or UTJH.net and just hit us up. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, found us on SoundCloud. Find us on Podomatic.com, the original. You found us on SoundCloud? Find us on SoundCloud. <laughs> find us on SoundCloud. Find us on Podomatic.com, the original home for Um That Just Happened. Being wish in podcast news, we've officially run out of space on Podomatic.com. So I actually took down, I didn't want to take down one, two, three, or four because they're kind of classics and they're pre-editing and we're just formulating the, the format of the show. I was going to take down slowly episodes that are less popular, starting with uh, episode 13, Raw, because uh, nobody really seemed to prefer the Raw version. It's still available on SoundCloud and UTGH.net, but no longer on Podomatic.com. Um, but find us there. Leave us some comments. You can find us on iTunes or on iTunes. Click five stars. Leave us some comments. We love comments. And they make all this time that we put into the podcast worthwhile. Um, we appreciate your support. Start following us. It's great to have followers on SoundCloud. It's great to have followers on Podomatic or even iTunes, just so we can we know who you are. Buy our shirts. Let's get into promotions. Buy our shirts. Wear our shirts. I was going to say, are we in promotions already? Because we're burning through this one real fast. Yeah, yeah buy the shirts, guys. Yeah, find us. Um, give us 20 bucks. It's the easiest way to... Uh, to get yourself a t-shirt contact us on facebook to make sure we have your size available and if not we'll make sure you know if you want to pre-order the mark ii right before oh, yeah. i come we'll make sure you're on that list we haven't been in production with them but we're going to use the funds from the mark one to, to fund the mark two and hopefully also, we can get those knocked if out. your significant other happens to be a fan of the show you want to talk about gifts for somebody for the holidays boom there you go you don't have to wait for black friday or anything the same deals going on all the time <laughs> <laughs> We will never increase the rates on you or decrease. We, you know, we might decrease if we get enough volume uh, put out and people spread the word. That, that's our best form of advertising is tell your friends. You know, we're we're looking at affiliate status for you know sites like GameFly. If we can gain popularity and we can guarantee people are checking out the website, just check out the website. If you just want to randomly when you're surfing, put it as one of your favorites and just open it up so we can get a hit for some visits. I recommend to your friends, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives about the show. The best form of advertising is word of mouth. So we appreciate um, any good word that you could put out there any new listeners any people we can turn on we want to get we want to turn on that just happened to a community of like-minded individuals who can help improve the show get a voice out there in terms of uh you know entertainment uh, movies games whatnot we get feedback out there it's the people's podcast so um yeah spread the word we appreciate everybody who follows us send us a follow send us a like spread that shit like ebola oh god i, I thought that scare was over uh you guys got anything to promote <sighs> nope I don't do much with my life. Nice. Except brood and... Fox, apparently. Which is right on track. So, so join our movement. The Everyone. Fuck Fox is Fantastic Four. Our quest for better entertainment. Stop anything Kardashian and West. Support our movement. Buy American on 9-11. Buy one of our shirts and send us a picture of you wearing our shirt. Wearing only our shirt. Yeah. They're really good at uh, keeping no, titties warm. No, no. I'm not going to just wear the shirt. Oh. I'm just letting you know. You want to get the ladies to come. That's the way to do it. Yeah. See, my, <laughs> my half-naked body is not going to help. All right. Well, I think that's it. Yeah, let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. Uh, I'm Cesar Valdez. I'm Johnny Palma. Yeah. Man of many words. <laughs> Was that your 50 words? I don't know. <laughs> and um, that just happened.
Price is right, Jingle? 